Right on. Welcome to Circuitous Conversations with Bill and Day in episode 57 for Thursday, September 29th, 2011. I am Bill Wadman. And I am Dan Gottesman. And we're doing a little special show today. Yeah, a little tidbit. T- is that like a Timbit? What's a Timbit? Isn't that one of those, uh, the the uh, donut holes from uh, Tim Horton? Really? They're called Timbits. I've never heard of that. It's like, uh, what are the Dunkin' Donuts ones? Munchkins. Munchkins. They're like Munchkins, but they're the, the Tim Horton version of Munchkin, Munchkins. It's called Timbits. Really? I only know this because, uh, who's the guy that you like, the director? Uh, Fat, smokes a lot of pot. <laughs> Kevin Smith? Kevin Smith. Uh-huh. Kevin Smith talks about Timbits. Huh. You've seen all of these shows. I'm surprised you don't remember that. I don't think I've ever heard of that. Yeah. It's it's a thing. Huh. Should, you should check into that. I, I guess. I mean, I'm, I'm not a huge, you know, munchkin fan. Really? I mean, don't get me wrong. If there's a box of them sitting there, I'll, I might pick at one of them. But, but that's not like... I don't go into Dunkin' Donuts and get a box of munchkins and, like, get psyched about it. You know what I mean? It's not like... It's not something I've ever really, uh... I've ever really done. Mm, that's the kind of sounds like fun right now. I may go down to Dunkin' Donuts. It's true. I could totally go for a donut right now. It's a little early. <laughs> but, uh, um, but we're not here to talk about Timbits or Dunkin' Donuts. We are here to talk about the new tablets. Yeah, Bill Bill thought it might be a fun little uh, exercise to record a little short and sweet special edition podcast to talk about the uh, the new Amazon product. Or products, I guess we should say. It's a product family, I'd go so far as to say. Yeah. Well, let's let's back up for a minute. Do you uh, do you read a lot? Nope. Have you read a lot in the past? Nope. Never been much of a reader. Okay. Uh, have if you were going to read? <laughs> yeah. Do, are you all right with the idea of looking at a screen? Yeah, I'm fine with that. Um, have you seen these e-ink? Have you played with a Kindle or a reader? Yeah, you know, I've, I've spent a little bit of time with it. Um, I get it. It's cool. You understand why that would be pref- preferable to an LCD? Say. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I think the e-ink, the, I mean, there's definitely uh, uh, a, a big difference between the way type looks on the, the black and white e-ink, you know, amp, like the Kindle screen versus something like a backlit LCD, yeah. uh, like on an iPad, for sure. Yeah, I, I for the couple weeks that I had an iPad, yeah. see episodes yeah. 20-something. Yeah. Whatever's. Uh, I tried reading on it. Yeah, and it was fine, but it was it was kind of too big and heavy to read on. Mm. Like, cause you, you kind of have to hold it with two hands because it's a little too heavy just to hold it with one hand. Yeah, um, or you have to like lean it against yourself, weird, you know that kind of thing. Yeah, um, and it, and even changing to, to sepia mode, which kind of like softens the contrast mm. and and pulling the brightness down, it still felt really. Um, it was hard. It was hard on your eyes, you know. Um, I, I do. Uh, Heather and I do have a Kindle that my mother gave me last year for Christmas. Uh huh. And reading on that is like reading a book. I mean, it's <laughs> it's pretty great. Um, mm-hmm. So Amazon came out with uh, new e e ink Kindles, mm-hmm. uh, touch screen ones, so you don't have to worry about the buttons down the bottom or on yeah. the side. Yeah. Well, and then the screen is what like twice as big now too, right? Well, no, the screen is the same size. The actual physical screen is the same size. It's oh, the really? act- yeah, the, the actual low-end Kindles are actually physically smaller because the bezel got smaller and they didn't got rid of the keyboard. Oh, I see. So, so the screen so is the same size. They just made the, the, the surrounding guts 
smaller. Yeah, so ultimately it, you end up with something that's pretty much just a screen. Now, Sony's had readers like this for yeah a while. Yeah. Um, but Sony does not have a reader like that for $99. No. Which is crazy price. And then there's a $79 version that doesn't do the touchscreen but then has buttons down the bottom. But that's just crazy pants. Like... I mean, these things were... How much were they when they came out, Kindles? $300? I, I want to say it was 300 bucks. My friend Dave, I remember, he, he bought, like, it was the minute they were announced, he bought one, and, you know, we even made, like, a little ceremonial unboxing video of it. Yeah. <laughs> this, this is, like, three years ago. Um, yeah, and, and I, I... I don't know. I, I never... Uh, three ninety nine originally. Wow. Yeah, I, I, and this was... Again, this is my... I'm not a any kind of a, a regular book reader so they never really did hold any sort of appeal to me but that said I, I definitely got it and I think I think the the idea has always been a good one and I'm actually kind of psyched to see how how far it's come in those three short years you know yeah and I think it's also kind of interesting um, how <clears throat> when the iPad did did come out because iPads only been around for about two years you know the Kindle predates the iPad yeah how, you know, originally, you know, all these people were kind of worried about, you know, the Apple versus Amazon thing, Kindle versus iPad thing. And and what's sort of happened is they, they, they just sort of coexist, you know. Uh, yeah. I, I can I can think of at least three or four people I know that have both yeah. and, and well, love them both. I think that they are, they are very different tools. Mm-hmm. Uh, the old Kindle and the e-ink Kindles and the iPad. You know, somebody... Um, there's a lot of people who don't like reading on an LCD. There's a lot of people who don't like reading on a Kindle because they like books. Andy Anotko the other day yep. said something really good. He said, you know, if, if you love books, then you're not, you won't necessarily like a Kindle. If you love reading, you'll love a Kindle. Yeah. Like if, if your fetish is about the paper, yeah. then it's not for you. But if your fetish is about reading, yeah. then you'd love it. No, it's true. I have another friend who is a huge book fan. She loves books, and she, you know, we were talking about the Kindle, and she's like, "I will never, never get one of those things because, for me, um, it, it's all about the physicality of of holding the book and and having the book." And you know, she even went so far as to say that she's got like dozens of downloaded, you know, television shows and and you know, um, comic books and graphic novels and. You know, because a lot of the you know digitizing of, of, of written material is, is not new. I mean, you can yeah. get you can get PDFs and there's eBooks and the Mobi format. You know, there's all these different sure. formats of, of books that have been around for a really long time, and um, they're not hard to find. But she, she says she, she you know she'll never ever be that m- motivated to uh, to read that stuff. Whereas there's not a single book in her house that she hasn't actually read. It'll be interesting going forward whether that can remain true. You know, um, because, not to bring him up again, but Andy Anako did, he has a new show with Dan Benjamin. Have you seen this? I just listened to it. It It's cute. Um, Yeah, it's cute. What's nice about it is that he's not talking about anything to do with technology, really. Well, Um, sure he is. Well, in a a secondary way. It's like, it's about the content, not about the technology in that particular case, you know. Yeah. Um, And for those who haven't listened, he was, they were talking about apparently DC Comics rebooted all of their comics this last week mm-hmm. the new um, 52 i think is what they called it yeah uh every single one of their their you know big things um, well, and, a, and a bunch of you know 
older, lesser known. Yeah, you know, minor it's, things too. And and uh, they they are in comic shops on paper, right? But but they are also simultaneously being released as ebooks, right? Or, or whatever e-comics are called. What, yeah, I, don't know, I don't know what, you know, the official term that they use. So yeah. that you don't actually have to go to the store. You can spend two ninety nine on, I forget what the app is called. What is it called? Comixology? Something, Something like, like that. that. Yeah. I don't remember. We can look it up. So, all right. So basically you can, you can get your comic books without getting the comic books, you know, mm-hmm. I, it, it'll be interesting five years from now. Oh yeah. Whether that's, that's 95% of the way that people get comics. Yeah. You know, and I wouldn't be surprised if it was, especially for younger people who having yeah. the thing in their hand isn't nearly as important. Or yeah, or, or you know, as the technology becomes more um, mainstream, and you know, at what, as the uh, younger, newer fans are born, they won't have known anything different. You know, it's yeah. like you know when 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 the kids who are born today turn what seven or eight years old when i don't know what the average age of <clears throat> comic book discovery is I, I guess when i'm thinking back for myself um depending on what you classify as a comic book because I, I do remember getting into like you know mad magazine and yeah. um you know i guess archie <laughs> yeah and uh other you know other non-superhero type stuff that could be classified as comics and then there's always the the sunday the Sunday uh, paper comics, you know, like just the the funny the funny section. Were, were, did you, but you've never kept them. You've no. never collected. Yeah. No, I guess you know when I was really young, I think I was in like I don't know second or third grade. One of my friends was really into Garfield <laughs> and Calvin and Hobbes, and Garfield. Jim Davis, the guy who wrote Garfield, um, released all of his Garfield strips as books. And there were like 30 of them or something like that. And I remember his dad was really, you know, I, my buddy's family was, they were really big on going to the bookstore and, and buying books. Like they were really big pro, pro reading. And uh, so he would always have the latest Garfield book. Um, and I guess technically you can call that a comic. Yeah. Um, but uh, I didn't get into the, you know, the the traditional, what, what most people call comic books, comics until I was probably in high school. But you did when you were a in little school. bit, a little yeah. bit. My, but I was. It was weird. My, I wasn't. I didn't get into the the superhero stuff. Yeah. Uh, my my favorite comic was uh, was GI Joe. Oh sure. And I liked that because of the way um, it tied in with all. You know, with, I was a big GI Joe fan as a you know as a kid with the cartoons and the toys sure. and all that other crap. And it was kind of neat to see it all. You know, they they took they they were pretty good respectful of the you know. Of the whatever you want to call it, I guess of the canon. <laughs> sure. Uh, but t- between what they, you know, what they what they showed on the television show, what happened in the comics, and then what the action figures and the toys did, you know, it was a pretty. I think it was, I guess it was what Hasbro who did all that. Yep. Uh, they did a pretty good job of, of keeping it all uh, consistent. Anyway, uh, yeah. Well, Heather, my partner Heather is is a big uh, fan. Well, she's not a big comic book person, but she actually knows about such stuff and could actually have a conversation with somebody who knows about that kind of stuff. Um, me, I'm kind of like lost. I don't really, I'm not that interested. I just bring it up is as far as uh, the future. It's the future. Yeah. Yeah, I absolutely. Mean, <clears throat> I, I mean, it could be that like, oh, these books, you know, it used to be, oh, this book is available in print. Uh, yeah, there's not an ebook for this one. Where I think in the future it might be, oh, yeah, you can get it on ebook. Oh, they are actually not going to print any of that. Yeah. Or or print on demand, you know. Yeah, 
But that kind of takes out the whole thing of first editions. And the same thing with comic books. Maybe it'll get to the point where they only print 5,000 of them, but right. they cost 20 bucks a piece. Yeah, I, you know, I'm trying to think, man. I've been sitting here thinking, uh, trying to come up with a proper analogy for what it could be. Because um, that, that makes a ton of sense. I mean, if, if you think about it, all of the, the I go, I, I, for lack of a better term, the media that we consume let's 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 summarize it to comic books magazines actual books television shows movies and uh, that's i think that's about everything right yeah yeah that's about it um all almost all of the traditional delivery methods practically anyway as far as like you know sending something off to a press and then having it trucked to a store and then put on a shelf for sale versus you know Getting the getting a film, you know, duplicated, making copies of the film, actual prints of the film, and then sent out to movie theaters, you know, or getting a television show distributed and <clears throat> sold to a network and scheduled and broadcasted, you know, all, all that stuff. <laughs> it's all changing, you know, and yep. it's. I mean, I don't think it's a question of if; it's a question of when. Yep. And over the next, let's be generous and say ten years, um, that devices like this, you know, like like the Kindle, um, and I guess like the iPad are going to be the norm where, um, and I, I think, I can't remember who wrote about this. I mean, it, it just made perfect sense that what's what I think is going to happen eventually is that whole storefront is going to, is going to disappear from the, from, from the street and reappear on, on your, in your pocket, so to speak. Yeah. And you can, you're going to essentially be able to buy an app, you know? So, so essentially the middleman, the reseller is going to be, Pushed you out. know, yeah, it's going to be marginalized. Well, that's why when people said, oh, well, you know, Amazon's going to put bookstores out of business. And it's like, no, Amazon's going to put books out of business. They're just going to become digital. Like, you know, yeah. the, the, it's that you were looking too short term, you know, like you need to yeah. look long term. You won't need the bookstore at the corner because you'll have the bookstore in your pocket. Right. Now, the question is, I, I also I I feel like there there is always there. You know, people are always going to print some books you know just like you know like film sure. everyone everyone was saying oh film is dead you know in five years no one's gonna be be shooting film and obviously that's that's not the case and let's look yeah at, but it, and, but it has it has lessened it has I mean, it has but look let's look at records too this uh records if, if anything are you know are, are gaining popularity late, lately you know with djs and stuff like that um and there's, there's this there's always going to be this i guess there's i mean i'm assuming there's always going to be some sort of a retro sure you know uh appreciate and people are i guarantee you people um are always going to be making books making making a book is i mean don't get me wrong it's not it's not trivial but it's not like rocket science i mean you you could make one i mean the, yeah, you know, sure. the tools are out there i and, have yeah i mean you just need to you know obviously a, pr a printer or a press and some 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 tools and some practice and some time, <laughs> yeah. um, but you know I, I'm I'm I feel confident to say that you know books are you know are always going some someone out there is always going to be making books. You yeah. Know? Well, um, I mean, but even the, this week I saw a um, uh, article, business article, talking about how Kodak is dipping into some sort of uh, debt that they said they were going to be able to live without touching for like a year or whatever it is and it's nine months in and they're already starting to eat into money that they'll now owe you know hmm. um and that kind of puts you in the question what if kodak goes bankrupt hmm. you know Someone and they them. stop making will somebody buy them if they can't make a profit making film 
no one's going to buy them. I don't know. Don't, you know? I, I mean, know it just that. it just it begs the question like, okay, yeah, these things are still out there and yes, people are buying records. Um but I mean, they're not buying that many records. You know, yes, there's a lot it's a growth thing because it was at almost zero 10 years ago and now it's going back up, but it's not like more than 2% of the population is buying LPs. You know, I, you know, I don't. I think it's. I think it's more dramatic than you think. I, I can. I mean, I can tell you. Yeah, but we're, look at the people that we know. The people that we know I, are the people who are going to do that kind of stuff. I know, but I, and that's what I'm saying. I'm using the people that we know as an example. I can think of at least three or four different bands, friend, you know, friends of mine who are in bands who are making record, you know, who are making recordings, who are going that extra step and having LPs pressed and selling them, and sure, and people people like it, you know. Yeah, maybe. And, and I could tell you, ten years ago, like you said, we you know that was a really rare sort of like special thing. The the Baldwin brothers, we, we had a like a special, you know, limited edition record of like and it was basically a, a big single. Um, and you know, I think we only had like I don't know a thousand of them made or whatever. And they, granted, they all sold out. But but nowadays, um, you know, it, I guess it's gotten. I, I mean, it's gotten. More popular. You know, what's really interesting is is they uh, is there are these companies out there that'll that'll facilitate all this st- stuff for you. And uh, this other band that I play in uh, with my friend Brett uh, Seed AI, uh, he released um, a recording a few, I guess, about four years ago on an, on an LP, and uh, it, it came with a, a download code coupon. So it's like when now when you buy the record, there's also a little card in there with a with you know with a, a long you know twenty digit code or whatever or you can go to a website and download you know a digital copy as well i think that's kind of cool yeah no and and uh, like i think it's interesting i just uh we're gonna have to i'll have to do some research into what the actual numbers are for lps um, yeah i I'll bet you it, i bet you it's gonna surprise you man it's probably better than you thought apparently uh uh yeah people are there's uh, yahoo had a 210 percent increase in searches for the phrase blanket cassette tapes <laughs> um that's really funny. The Maxell XL2. Yeah. yeah. I used to have those, man. Those oh, XL2 S's were the good ones. Right. Anyway. With the, like matte plastic black. Yeah. Yeah. I used to be big into that stuff. Um, yeah. Okay. So getting back to the other stuff. So yeah, there, so people, digital content is probably where it's going. Um, uh, probably. Yeah. I think I'd save that. <laughs> eBooks. The Kindle is pretty great. Now they also, but they, the big kind of news is that they introduced the Kindle Fire. Ooh, fire. Yeah, which is a 7-inch, ultimately on the ground floor, Android-based tablet, dual core. I think it's got 8 gigs of internal storage, but Amazon says we're going to store everything on the cloud anyway. Right. Um, uh, Wi-Fi, 8 hours of battery life, uh, 1024 by 600 uh, IPS display. It does a 3G thing too, right? No 3G in the fire. Oh. Wi-Fi only. Okay. Um but uh it is $199. Yeah. Which now, is the real question I have is dude how how good does that screen look? Uh the, the people who have seen it say it looks as good as the iPad screen. It's an wow. IPS display. Yeah. Wow. In fact, if anything it'll probably look better cuz it's it's smaller. tighter packed pixels. Yeah. Uh yeah, so this the display is supposedly really really nice. And and it looks really really cool. Now the the crazy thing though is that 199 price. I mean, this is less than half what the iPad costs. Yeah. Um the lowest end iPad. Yeah. Uh somebody said 
Apple has all the content stores so that they can sell iPads. Amazon sells the Kindle so that it can sell content. That's I think that's a really safe way to put it, man. I mean, I've I've always you know I'm not the only one who said this, but um, I I guess some people still still don't fully appreciate or realize that at the end of the day, Apple uh, makes their company. Makes their money selling boxes, you know. Yeah. They, that's 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 their bread and butter. Yeah, and they will marginalize or whatever you want to call it. They'll uh, they'll you know subsidize the the cost of the content and the software and stuff to sell you a box. Yeah, and um, I don't think that's that's the that's the same plan that Amazon has. No, and uh, and the other thing people point out, although there is a uh, they it will be able to use the Amazon App Store, which is an Android app store mm-hmm. um that it's it seems very much designed as a consumption device now i don't think that that's necessarily a problem because i think that the most people use their ipads as consumption devices you know i wouldn't yeah i mean the thing about i think the, the iPad, great majority of people who own the ipad are using it to read the web and do their email and look at it, flipbook and it's Facebook. true it's true but there's also a really interesting diverse um audience on the iPad that uses it for other stuff. Like, you know, I think the next obvious thing is games. Sure. Um, well, th- this will have games too. Yeah. Um, and then the, the really interesting space, um, is, is, is utility type apps, like for, for the photo business, for the music business, for, for yep. specialty, you know, all, there's all kinds of neat little things that people have kind of come up with for the iPad. Yeah. Um, that aren't necessarily unique to the iPad, but, um, I don't know. I just, I feel like, the the Kindle Fire uh, isn't in, isn't at all interested in that that little sector and you well, know I don't we're, we're know that see well they, it could be I mean if people make the apps and they go in the store then it's really irrelevant whether Amazon wants it you know no it's true it's true uh, I mean, they don't it, need to do any work I guess is my point yeah I wonder I wonder just just how Androidy yeah, is but, is it well you can use the Amazon App Store you it won't have the Google apps so it won't have Gmail and Maps and all that stuff on it. Oh. But there is an email app, and I'm sure that there'll be a mail app and or a Maps app. I'd well, be I'd be you can willing just to go to the browser, man. I exactly. mean, you can just go to Google yeah. Maps.google.com. And and I would be willing to bet money that within six hours after it gets released, people will oh. figure out ways to yeah, of course break into it. Which oh, of course, yeah. Um, it's it's. I mean, to me, as I've said before, I as a Gmail user, Gmail on Android is fantastic. You know, they're they're a little lap. Yeah, I've heard nothing but good things about that. It's one of those things that I it's one of the things I miss about having an iPhone right now is is email. Email on the on Android was much better than email on uh on Mac OS for or iOS. Dude, email on iOS is not very good compared to anything is is, I don't understand why people don't come out with more is Apple never approve new email apps? That's correct. Oh that's really frustrating. Yeah. Um Anyway, so uh, I I don't know that it matters at all because at one hundred ninety nine dollars, that's almost not almost disposable, but almost like that's an impulse buy. You yeah, know? it's definitely at the that's that's the an amazing, really terrific price point. And just to talk a little bit more about pricing and Amazon sure. strategy, um, and you, you, you'll probably be able to clarify this a little bit more. But um, in in the re- recent previous generation of Kindles, Amazon exp- uh, experimented with this whole. Um, whatever you want to call it, sponsored, you know, ad ad yeah. based yep. models, and now they've they've kicked it up a notch. You know, They're, all of them are that. 
Well, right. at least the low end ones are. I don't know how it works on the fire. <clears throat> um, um, which yeah. you know what, like it and and yesterday on the talk show, Gruber and Dan were actually talking about the ads, and Dan Benjamin was all not upset about it, but he was all like, oh, "Why would I want ads? I'll pay, I'll pay, I'll pay forty dollars not to have ads." And I don't think they realize the way the ads are. It's literally just the screensaver. Yeah. So when you're not using it, it has yeah. an ad on it as opposed to like a, a picture of an author from the 19th century. Right. And I think um, I, I can't remember which one of them put it this way, but I would agree with this. I, I, I think this is a good way of looking at it. Um, they, they were saying one of those guys said how it, with the earlier with, you know, with the recently, you know, current versions that aren't current anymore. Yeah. The first versions, uh, they basically said, all right, well, uh, and I, let's just use these numbers cause I don't think these prices are right, but let's say, okay, well now it's $99. Yeah. But if you want, we'll sell it to you for cheaper for $79 yeah. if you want the ads and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Now they're doing the flip of that. And right. now they're saying that, okay, well, now it's it's $99. But if you want the ad-free version, you, have to pay you, know, extra. you can pay for an additional 20 bucks. Yeah. Which and I'm I think sure, it's an interesting twist. I'm sure it was the... Um, I think I'm sure that was their plan all along to eventually pivot to that. Yeah. Uh, it's actually, you know, it's, it's actually a very Apple... Totally. Plan. I think it's smart. That's the kind of stuff Apple does. You, you know, know where I, they like slide something in and then all of a sudden it becomes the default. You know, yeah, it's like two totally. versions later. No, um, it's true. It's true. Uh, what, I, I personally have no problem with that. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think it's a good idea. What I was going to say is I think it's really, what I think is interesting. Um, you know, I lost my train of thought because I was looking at this stupid list. <laughs> what uh, list is that? I just scrolled. I'm looking at the Amazon. Um, the product. The compare page? Kindles page. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, the, the, I for $199, I could justify that as something that I use on the subway or, you know, uh-huh. waiting for somebody or traveling or that kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. To, to read my email, to play music, to oh, play. Sure. Like, for what I wanted the iPad for. I couldn't justify five or even six hundred dollars with tax. It's true. Where I could justify two hundred dollars. Yeah. The other thing about the here's the thing, man, and you, you can you can feel this in your hand. And I remembered what I was going to say, but I'll bring it up in a second. Um, but the compare if we just want to talk real quick and compare iPad and um, Kindle, um, I think it's it's safe to say that when you hold an iPad in one hand, either iPad, the first gen or the second gen, and any of the Kindle products in your right hand. You can easily tell the difference. I mean, the iPad yeah. feels like a premium, like sure. a, like a much more, you know, whatever you want to call it. It feels more expensive, and granted, it, you know, it is because it, it has more expensive parts and it does technically it does more stuff. Um, and you know, you could, if we make that same sort of comparison out in the real world, you know, you compare, um, you know, a twenty five thousand dollar car versus a fifty thousand dollar car. You can tell just by looking at them sitting there next to each other parked in the lot. And once you sit down inside them and start driving around and, you know, and using them, there's a difference. Now, whether or not that that's, you know, that's worth it to you or, or not, that's, you know, that's yeah. up to you. However, uh, with this new round of products, I mean, the, the, the takeaway line that Bezos kept you know, saying over and over again, which is actually in the letter, he said, we're building premium products and offering them at non-premium prices. Yeah. Their argument is that the new fire is actually built at the level of the iPad, mm. but we're selling it for cheaper, you mm. know? Well, I'll, I'll be the judge of that once again. Yeah, I guess, I guess we'll <laughs> see it, but it's supposed to be, you know, it seems like it's, it's done quite nicely. Um, so what I was, go ahead. What I was going to say before was that I think is really an interesting detail that, um, that has been 
kind glossed of a over. Weird, not glossed over, but it's, a, it's been a weird, I guess, dark horse or just a, an interesting little tactic that Amazon has been pushing is their uh, Prime service. Yeah. Um, now, for those not in the know, Amazon Prime started anyway. I can, I can. It's probably been about five or six years now, at least. Has it been that long? I feel like it. I feel like I've gotten renewal notices for. Well, let, let's say let's say three years, at least three years. Um. So what it is essentially, it's it's an annual. We'll call it a subscription or like a membership or something like that, where you pay. I think it's eighty eighty bucks a month, a year. Sorry. Uh. It's yeah, seventy nine dollars a year. Seventy nine dollars a year, and what that does is it gets you. Uh, 2005 discounted yeah so five years Uh, it gets you discounted rates on shipping on many 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 of the Amazon products now the doesn't it give you free two day on almost everything that's a discount it's still I know I know but isn't that sort of like the main thing that they say I think yeah the main sticking point is like let's say for argument's sake let's say Amazon has a million products on if you go to Amazon and you start searching for stuff sure uh out of that million products, um, eight hundred thousand of them are are going to be Prime eligible because yeah. they're, they're you're getting them from Amazon directly or from an Amazon partner that offers the Prime shipping. Now, um, and this is actually this is one of my one of the only things I have a problem with with Amazon um, is that they do have this really wide spread of resellers, and yeah. sometimes you know you're you're hunting for the best deal and you find you know three different stores you know you find the same product at three different prices and it's like well wait a second i thought i'm just buying it from amazon it's like no yeah. you're actually buying it amazon is representing other stores um through i tend other, to stay away i tend to shy away from them unless i have to yeah i i i'm now nowadays i am because i've gotten screwed a couple times when i bought the cheaper one and it turns out it was a knockoff or it turns out that it wasn't accurately depicted on the website so even though the model number was the same. I got a different thing. You know, it's yeah. like, that's not cool. And, you know, I was, you know, to Amazon's credit, I was able to return it with no, no hassle, you know, no must, no fuss, but that's still, you know, a couple of days of, of, you know, time that I had to, you know, be without the thing that I wanted and I would have liked to have gotten it sooner. But anyway, so what Amazon has done with this prime service is they've, the most recent thing that they did was this new, um, video streaming service. Yeah. Which is interesting. Kind of, like, it's a uh, kind of like Netflix streaming, right? So if you're a Prime yeah. member, you can stream anything they have on their streaming, or almost a, Not, a huge I think library. They're working on digitizing it all, but it's it's a pretty impressive collection for you know for just a sort of for a gimme, you know, for sort of like right. oh yeah, hey, by the way, check this out. Now you can look at eighty thousand of these titles, just you know, if you if you if you want to. I I don't find. I mean, I probably do order more stuff from Amazon than I think, mm-hmm. but it's usually probably once every couple months. Mm. I bet you if I added it up and figured out the shipping. I probably spend thirty dollars on shipping, say, on Amazon a year. Mm-hmm. Um, Wait, are you a Prime member? I'm not. Ah, because I, I don't. I don't order enough stuff. Um, See, I, I I do, man. I I I did the math once, and I think I was able to to justify it. It's it's like if you buy like I think five or six things, that's the that's the justification. Because yeah. because the problem is shipping can get really expensive, man. Right. I always end up trying to get over the twenty five dollars so I could do the super saver shipping. Uh huh. Uh, which you know sends it slow, but usually the stuff I'm getting from Amazon, I don't really care that much about. But um, the other really weird thing about it is that, for the most part, with few exceptions, uh, the shipping is is usually as fast, if not faster, than their than their estimate. Yeah. So even though you you say, all right, well, I'll take it for you know for free in two days, that's fine. I've had, dude, I had something that showed up yesterday. I ordered it on today's Thursday, right? I ordered something on Tuesday, and it showed up on Wednesday. It was supposed to, you know, their estimate was for it to get here today. 
Yeah. Um, Scary. And that's, and that's happened to me at least three or four times in the past. No, it's, it's, and, and I think they're going to continually add, uh, advantages to Amazon prime so that it'll become at first. Everyone was just like, okay, great. Cheaper shipping, big deal. But I think at a certain point it will become a completely different tier of shopping at Amazon, you know? Like mm-hmm. maybe they'll give you discounts on stuff, and 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 for somebody who owns a Kindle Fire, then not only do you have them buy the Fire, and yes, they're going to buy more Amazon content anyway, just based upon the way the thing works. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you also have them on a subscription model, mm-hmm. an annual thing. You know, you're going to get eighty bucks from them annually mm-hmm. anyway. Yeah, uh, it almost you got to wonder how they could how it works out that they could actually make money on the deal. Because if you're buying a lot of stuff from Amazon and you're getting free two-day shipping on all of it, they're mm-hmm. eating all of that somehow. Yeah, somehow. It's amazing that that actually works out in their favor in the end. My, my I mean, it, it's the only obvious answer to that is is it's it's obviously bulk, you know, volume. Yeah, and um, they have crazy deals with uh, yeah, every shipping. and people. they must have arrangements with UPS and FedEx and yeah. whomever else to say, hey, look, you know, we... We do a lot of business with you guys, and we want a deal. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, it's true. Um, I I've been thinking about buying one. Some people are so the the Kindle Fire. Some people are saying that there will be another one coming out, like just after the first of the year in the first quarter, hmm. like a Rev Two, hmm. and that the Revision Two is supposed to be even like that's the one to get. Mm-hmm. Well, that makes sense. I you mean, know, come just on, sort any, of any any first first gen of anything is sure. You know, you know it's just I mean, man. Just the amount of technology for something that you're buying, and not 199 with a two-year subscription, you know, two-year thing where you're spending, tw- you know, $2,200 on uh, carrier fees. Yeah. But 199 with no strings attached. Yeah. That's just nuts. It's pretty sweet. Well, the, I mean, it's we say it's nuts, but the the thing that you have to remember uh, is is how much these things actually cost to make. Uh, apparently uh, the they've done sort of a tentative breakdown and yeah. it's around $190. Really? So they're basically selling them at, at at cost. Huh, I would have expected them to be a lot cheaper. I know the uh, iPad iPad is pretty it's pretty well marked up. Well, yeah, but if the iPad costs say 299 to make and they sell it for 499, yeah. That's, yeah. That's so good this thing up. is yeah, but this thing has almost all the stuff an iPad has. Mhm. It's just smaller, you know. Yeah. Um, it is cute. I like it. I, I, well, I, want, I, I want to see what it feels like in my hand. I have yet to play with a 7-inch tablet, but just intuitively, mm-hmm. the idea of a 7-inch tablet for what I use it for, which mm-hmm. is like on the subway or sitting around the house, mm-hmm. sounds like a better size. Because then you don't need a big bag to carry it around, you know? And it's like, it's a little bit smaller, so it feels like, I feel like you would b- break it less easily. You know what I mean? <laughs> I guess. Like, it's... There's something about the iPad. I always felt like it literally was a, you know, a, a, a letter-sized sheet of glass that always seemed really bad. I mean, and, yeah, there are times that, do that yeah. in half, and it seems like, oh, okay, well, less yeah. area, less stuff to. Definitely, you know what I'm no. talking about? I, I, yeah, and there are there are times where I feel like the iPad is too, it's just too damn big. You know, yeah, it's, it's so a big, it's a big it's, product. It's going to be interesting. Yeah, um, I can't wait to see it. Especially if man, if if people hack that, and you can either put some other stock version of Android or um, just even get the Google apps on there or, mm-hmm. or a version of VLC so that you could stream your drop whatever you want on there as yeah. opposed to transcoding it. I think it's just a question of if um, I'm sorry of when not if yeah uh, for, for dorky hackery people, it's probably going to be a gold mine. Hell yeah. Um, 
but uh, I don't know. It's cool stuff. I think yeah. that th- this is. There are a lot of people out there who wouldn't spend five hundred dollars, but would spend two hundred dollars. Yeah, you know? I, agree. I agree. And I think that they're going to eat these people up. Now, the next question is: Will this make any difference to Apple? Oh, uh, I don't think so. You think Apple will just keep humming along? Oh, absolutely, absolutely, and not lower their prices. Nope. Interesting. Um, this is me... more direct competition than Apple's had in a long. It's time. true. I think. Uh, uh, I it's not like I take the, it back. I take good, it back. I, good Android I, phones don't cost seventy nine dollars. They still cost one ninety nine, just like the iPhone does. You no, know, I, this is essentially totally half price. I hear what you're saying. I, yeah. I think I think it's possible, given the popularity of the iPad. Um, that next year, sometime in the next 12 months, Apple will do, they might do something similarly to what they did with the iPhone. Um, when, I don't know if you remember this one, when the iPhone 4 came out, there were still um, a special version of the iPhone 3 that they made that was like only $50 or something like that, or $100 um, that was available at AT&T. And I think you could, you could also purchase it at the Apple, uh, on the Apple online store. Um you know, for, for cheaper, you could buy the older one for a lot less. Yeah. Uh, I don't think they're doing it now, obviously, because you know, we're uh, around the corner from the, the next one. I think but you right. can actually still buy the three GS brand new. Yeah, I think so. Well, yeah. So there, there's my point. So, so I don't think it would be last year's model. Yeah. I don't think it would be unreasonable for Apple to do something similar with the, I, with the iPad where they could basically, cause the iPad two is a really kick-ass product and whatever the iPad two's successor is, it, the iPad two is still going to be a pretty kick-ass iPad. Yep. And, you know, that it, I wouldn't be surprised if Apple lowered the low-end one by 100 bucks just to, to make the entry point that much more palatable. You mean uh, start start the the latest and greatest iPad at three ninety nine instead It'll, of four. Yeah, they'll keep the they'll keep the no. The, I think they'll they'll do what they've been doing and they'll keep the the prices the same because that's the what old Apple does. one three ninety nine exactly. So when so when iPad we'll say for argument's sake when iPad three comes out, the pricing tiers will be the same. You know, yeah. so it'll be like three ninety nine, four ninety nine, five ninety nine. But for two ninety nine, you can get a special one off. Like they'll only have one version in like a sixteen gig Wi Fi version of the iPad 2 available brand new for $100 less. I wouldn't be surprised if they Maybe. did Maybe. I, I, I think that this is going to put more pressure than you do. Mm-hmm. Um, I hear you. I think I'm not, that, I'm not, I'm I think not that disagreeing be, with you. I, I think, think that in the end, it, it might poach a lot of sales. It'll be interesting. Really I think curious. that Amazon's going to sell tons of these for yeah. Christmas. Like, literally, they say they're making many millions. Yeah, well, they... they positioned it perfectly and they and they plan they to sell them out i mean i wouldn't be surprised if they sold 10 million of these things for christmas yeah, you know that's the one thing that kind of gets on my nerves a little bit is that amazon doesn't doesn't talk about their numbers yeah well they don't need to no, well no. They, they might now you know i mean um, they don't with the kindle they never have right. I, don't, I don't know why they would start now well they they I, they're they are just ramping up well if if their numbers are high enough to where they can boast about them they might you know you don't think that the kindle numbers are high enough right now I'm sure they're great. Uh, yeah, I guess they sell a lot of those things. Yeah, they must. Um, it, uh, it it definitely puts them... I don't know. I, I think that it is a, a... a worthwhile competitor, finally. And... and, and even even if it, this was if this was three ninety nine as opposed to four ninety nine, I'd say, oh man, for a hundred bucks, a lot of people would say a hundred dollars less and it's smaller, sure. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. At one ninety nine, it's yeah. like unless you need an iPad for something specific, yeah, 
it's kind of a no-brainer, like, to at least try it out, and you send it back to Amazon if you don't like it, yeah. you know? And, and, and just as a sort of a final thought here, the, the one, one of the biggest, I think, critical differences between the, uh, the Kindle, whatever you want to call it, the Kindle model yeah. versus the iPad model, and, and this is changing now, too. Apple has definitely listened to the critics on this one. Currently, uh, you really can't get the most out of your iPad without the re- without requiring without you having to have it connected to a computer at least once. Yeah, uh, and ideally that more than change. once. Yeah, it will. But the Kindle has never had a dependence on a computer. The Kindle has always been a standalone device, and yep. I think that's been a huge benefit to them. You know. Yeah. I. You, no, absolutely true. And I will say, I mean, you've looked at the screenshots and watched some of the videos maybe. Yeah. Uh, the interface is pretty nice. Yeah, They've done looks, a pretty nice job on it. It looks good. Um, so, if I mean, if this thing is as good as it looks right now, uh-huh. I'd say they've got a hit on their hands. I Yeah, I, I don't think it's a, it's a question, man. I yeah. think it's definitely a home run. It's cool stuff. Uh, sure. All right. Well, let's uh, wrap it up. But that was a fun little 40-minuter. Yeah. 40-minuter. Yeah. 40 sure. Uh, if anybody's got any questions, you can get a hold of us, circuitous.tv. Yeah, we'll, we'll have a, the episode posted probably later today, and yeah. we can uh, we have comments, so if you have any, any thoughts and you want to you know, continue the discussion, yeah, let's, jump uh, in over there. And we can always pick this up next week. Um, uh, let's see, CircConf yeah. on Twitter, Bill Wadman on Twitter, Dan yeah. Gottesman on Twitter, and yeah. circuitousconversations at gmail.com. Yeah. Yep, yep. Right? Yep. All right. We got it all covered. Uh, We will see you in a few days. Bye. Bye. on.